Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. With Paul and Fiona here on Saturday Magazine, as always, if you are interested in any of our speakers, you can download the podcast. They'll be available um, then Sunday. Uh, James, our podcast is working hard over the weekend to get these to you. Okay, Fiona, we've got another guest with us. We do. Lucianne Tonti, uh, fashion researcher, writer, uh, regenerative fashion researcher, uh, editor, fashion editor of the Saturday paper. Welcome to the program, Lucianne. Thanks so much for having me. It's lovely to be here. I read with interest your piece in The Guardian about how uh, Australians should reduce their carbon footprint, as we know, but how we can do this using uh, with our wardrobes, with our purchasing of clothing. You know, there's some startling uh, facts around the carbon footprint of producing uh, fashion, fast fashion. And so I would love to touch on this subject with you because I think that this is a really practical thing that people can actually, can easily do to uh, reduce their carbon footprint. Yeah, so there was a research report that came out at um, the end of 2022 that said that Australians are one of the worst offenders in consuming too many clothes and the report suggested that we have to reduce our consumption here by 74% of garments, which brings us down to, it's a lot, right? It's a lot, yes. Yeah, Um, and so, look, you know, this may not be practical for everybody, but I think it's a good starting point. So the recommendation was that, We buy just five new items of clothing every year. You can buy a little bit of vintage. It doesn't include socks and underwear and lingerie. Um, Yeah, but it's at the bar, right? Right. I think five items of clothing a year is perfectly acceptable. Uh, And if it doesn't include vintage... (laughs) <laughs> it means that, you know, there are a lot of options for, you know, buying or, you know, in metropolitan cities, there's a lot of options for buying clothes that are, are not, uh, that are, are recycled or repurposed. Uh, and so how do they come to this figure and statistic? So, uh, look, it was a Berlin-based think tank, so they looked at consumption kind of all over the world. Um, the stats from Australia, they relied on old stats from Australia um, that looked, that said we were consuming and discarding, I think it was 20-something kilos of textiles. But the latest research um, suggests that we're buying 15 kilos of, of textiles each a year and we're throwing away 10 of those. Wow. So very linear system, right? You buy it, you don't wear it much, you throw it away. But the stat that really gets me is that Australians buy, <laughs> the really shocking statistic, 56 new items of clothes each a year, but it's at an average cost of $6.50. Oh, that's an incredible... Uh, is, is, that that's for, is that for real, Luciana? Because that, that's an incredible statistic. It is. It's for real. It's from an um, Australian Fashion Council report uh, that came out last year as well, and they looked at how many, how much clothing was being imported into the country and you know, the total value of that clothing, and that was how they calculated the figure. Of course, it gets skewed, right? Because it, if you're like 
me or and I think it sounds like we might have similar shopping habits. I don't buy anywhere near 56 new items of clothes a year. I'm probably buying between five and 10, but I'm investing in those pieces. So I'm spending a lot more, $6.50 on each piece. But if you're a teenager or, you know, in your early 20s and you're doing a Shein haul, mm. you know, with, with ultra-fast fashion and those pieces are coming in at, you know, $5 or less. Mm. If you buy your T-shirts in bulk from somewhere like Kmart where they're $3 each, mm. you know, you can see how the, um, the scales start to skew. It's also impacted because we are an extremely wealthy nation in, South, in the Asia-Pacific region. And so uh, we do... We're in proximity to a lot of the factories where very, very cheap garments are being produced. And, you know, we have the money to spend. So, um, you know, there are experts I've spoken to who believe that we are a dumping ground for the cheapest clothing in the world. And if you look at that figure, you kind of have to say that, you know, that might be true. It's true because, you know, the economics of getting stuff to Australia is so much cheaper than it is uh, shipping it either to Europe or the Americas. So I think you're right, that Mm. cheap manufacturing base you have in mm. the sort of Asia-Pacific um, is ideal for, mm. for Australia. And and we do have a relatively high disposable incomes and have mm. had for quite some time. I mean, there is a theory that one of the reasons why Australians are the most uh, financially scammed people in the world is because we seem to have money that we are willing to, or un- unwittingly, but somehow willing to lose. Now, one other point, though, I wanted to uh, ask you about is a lot of the dumping, we believe, of, uh, of fashion actually comes from the fashion houses that order too much, too many clothes and they can't get rid of it and they put it on sale and then they put it on sale and then it just gets dumped. I mean, what, what portion of that uh, are these statistics are, are considering what the fashion houses are doing themselves? So these stats we're talking about what people are actually buying um, but what what you're talking about with the overproduction, those are statistics that we don't have visibility into. Mm. So, like, uh, for example, we think that there are between uh, 15 and 45 billion garments a year that are produced that are never sold, that mm. go straight to landfill or incinerators. Mm. And that's an incredible variable, right? That's 30 mm. billion garments. That's not just Australia, that's globally, but... The fashion houses don't have to disclose how much unsold stock they're sitting on. And so that means that it's like a dirty secret. So I did a big report into this in the Guardian UK last week that came out. And it was, it's really shocking. Like when you speak to the experts, literally everybody is like, we just don't know. It could be 10% of everything that they produce that doesn't get sold but it could be 40%. Mm. And um, there's this this fabulous um, foundation in Ghana called the All Foundation launched a campaign, the Speak Volumes campaign. They're calling on brands to have to disclose these volumes because we can't really tackle the fashion fashion industry's carbon footprint until we know how much they're overproducing because it's like not having all the pieces of a puzzle, right? Mm, Um, mm, mm. But it's a huge amount and so... uh, the stats for Australia, we have we send 227,000 tonnes of textile waste straight to landfill in Australia. We donate another 190,000 tonnes of textile waste to charities, but over 100,000 of that goes offshore. So we don't deal with all of that, what's mm. donated here. Mm. Some of it gets shipped. It doesn't go to Africa. From here it goes to um, uh, the Middle East and Southeast Asia and then it gets kind of filtered out again. So it's, it's a very kind of murky system where you have these poorer countries 
buying the textile mm. waste from us because mm. they think there might be some value in it. The mm. Ore Foundation, who does work in Ghana, estimates about 40% of each bale is rubbish when mm. it's being purchased, which is obviously putting those people, disadvantaged people, into debt because they can't make money back on what they've invested in. Mm. And then from there, it's just ending up. It's tragic. I mean, I'm sure I don't like to kind of go on about waste porn because I think we can just get into this hole so we feel really guilty, but it mm. ends up in, you know, sinking to the bottom of the ocean. It gets washed up on beaches. It gets mm. lit on fire and does it. Mm. It's, um, mm. We've got to stop buying such crappy clothes <laughs> and start mm. buying better quality stuff so that we keep it for longer and enjoy wearing it for longer. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, uh, certainly, or, or buying uh, secondhand. Uh, well, I was, I was going to ask that yeah. question. I mean, I think the one thing I've, I've taken from this, uh, Lucien, and I think you're so sensible, is put a number on it. Buy five items or less a year um, and, mm. and advocate for, for buying secondhand stuff to keep that stuff um, in, in a cycle. And the reason you can buy good stuff at vintage stores, Fiona, is because usually the quality is better or the design is better, which is why it hasn't been chucked out in the first place. That's true. Exactly. I mean, there's very different. There's vintage stores and there's vintage stores, and then you know, there's a lot of variation in there. I've been a, a secondhand clothing buyer since I was a teenager, and uh, you know, that was it's always been a habit of mine to to buy secondhand. I buy uh, new clothes, of course, but I do try to buy pieces that are going to last. And some of my vintage clothes are now vintage twice because <laughs> they were vintage when I got them, and now it's like 25 years later, and I still have them. Uh, Lucien, uh, it's. I've got to say as well to Lucien, I just I don't want to blow my own trumpet here, but the last time I went to my my parents' house, I did go through my father's old wardrobe, and I have brought a whole ton of stuff uh, back home with me because it was it was such good stuff that he hasn't worn. The only problem with that is that I think my waistline is slightly bigger than his at the time when he was wearing it. But maybe that's down to I uh, seizing too much food as well as consuming too many textiles. Well, well, yeah, <laughs> there is that. But also, you know, take them to a tailor, get them made to fit you. That's something That's something I get a lot of joy out of. And I think that that repair economy is going to be so valuable as we try to figure out what to do with, you know, the waste industries. And, you know, we keep that means we're helping somebody keep those skills alive. So, uh, and then, you know, bonus, you get a fabulous wardrobe full of stuff that you love to wear that's not pinching you around the stomach. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to. We're going to have the, the the industry. Like you say, it's a bit difficult. The industry needs to do a marketing campaign on this. But you know, no industry is going to tell the consumers to stop buying their merchandise, which is effectively what we're asking consumers to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and also I think that you know maybe uh, one of the challenges, of course, is that when you're a teenager. You uh, and you want to buy new clothes, you can't afford to, you know, you can't always convince your mother to or, or your father to buy the things that you want to invest in. So it is also, you know, uh, seems to be it's a privilege of ageing. You increase your income slowly by surely, and then that means that you can, you know, I- increase the value of the clothing that you wear. But there's, you know, millions of teenagers around the world uh, who, you know, want to just buy the, the funnest, newest and cheapest thing that they can buy in in a store so you know we're always going to be there's always going to be that element and it's as if we could somehow or another make that make sure that the fashion houses were not overproducing then maybe we would say i mean as you say it's a complicated problem and we appreciate your work <laughs> thank you um thank you for joining us this morning lucianne um it's, it's a great message for everyone and uh, i think you know if, if everyone else is thinking what we're thinking our mouths have dropped on the floor with those statistics but appreciate you bring them to our attention 
Oh, no, it's my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me on. Have a great weekend. And you, you take too, care. Christian. Thanks, bye. You are with Paul and Fiona here on Saturday Magazine. Um, what a great uh, bunch of... Um, speakers we've had this morning Fiona we have and we're going to finish off we're going to finish off with one more so stay with us we've got a a nice little ending to today's show this podcast was produced by Joy Media you can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024 go to joy.org.au slash radiothon and remember we all flourish with joy joy